0: This is the More Than Fitness Podcast with Matt McLeod. The headphones, I love the glasses, everything looks...
1: On, on point.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. Um, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Um... Just, I mean, life. <laughs> it, it's, it's been good. It's just been really crazy. So it's like when people ask me how things are going, I'm like. I'll let you know when I get there. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. It's just like there's, I know you've got so many different things going on. Um, And for people who listened to the episode with her husband, Alex Bush, uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked a little bit about you guys moving into a new home. Yeah. Yeah. How, okay. So how crazy is that? Oh, it's
1: the most crazy. (laughs) It's like everything within it, or I guess like the hardest part within it is that you within apartments it's like obviously a much smaller space and then when you move into a house the hardest part is like you are now the landlord like everything falls on you it's not just kind of like oh whatever we'll move out soon or like anything that's just kind of like not fun to deal with or not pleasant to deal with it's kind of like I actually have to find a solution to that. And I actually am the person completely accountable for that. (laughs) Um, So that's been stressful as well as just like making it a home. Like any apartment that I've lived at, I've put things up on the wall. I've like done stuff, but it's never something where I have like completely tried to make it my own. I'm just kind of like, this is an apartment. This is temporary. And with the house, I'm like, this is my house. Like what the crap? And especially since we've had like a decent amount of guests here, I'm like scrambling to get everything done and everyone's like, oh, we don't expect it to. And I'm like, I, I need it to be, I need it to be put together and obviously more rooms than an apartment. Um, and just like all this house stuff that you just don't think about um, has been fun trying to get through it. But I bet,
0: I bet. Yeah, no, you have, you have basically Alex and Gus now as your maintenance guys.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Which was super fun when the uh, dishwasher broke within the first month of a new build with a new uh, dishwasher. Um, that was leaking everywhere. And I was just like, who do I call? Like, right. <laughs> who are you going to call? Um, so it's been amazing just to have it and just to be like, holy crap, I'm at this age and I have a house. And I didn't expect like this to be my first house that I move into. So it's something where I'm just like very... Thankful and excited about, albeit stressed.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. But it's a it's a good type of stress, right? And it's like how, how old are you?
1: Uh twenty-three.
0: Twenty-three. Yeah. And your your house is incredible. I saw Thank the pictures you. and me and Mao are both like, oh my gosh, like that, that's like a great house. Like it looks yeah, it's awesome. Grown up
1: house. <laughs> it's a
0: adulting, right? Like I it's, know. Well, it's the a,
1: neighborhood, we thought it was like a much younger neighborhood. And it's newer in the last five years. And when we were, like, signing up, like, Homeowners Association, like, we're that kind of adult. Where you're part of a Homeowners Association. They thought that Alex was the son of the owner trying (laughs) to help them, like, with the online stuff. And Alex was like, no, I am the owner. Or me and my wife are the owner. Yeah. Um, And even just with, like, dealing with different, like, steps within buying a house, like, everyone's just, like, this is you and this is for your house. And I'm like,
0: yeah, this mm, is us. Wow. That's and then incredible. they're like, what do you do for a living? I know, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, And that's what, th- this is what I always, this is, this is the, this isn't a perfect segue because this is the question that I always lead off with. And me and Alex, Alex had an interesting story about this as well. The first question I always ask people is like, um, whenever you meet new people at a bar or just wherever and they ask like, what do you do? Like, what is your response?
1: Um, I used to like, want to respond and just feel like I'm an influencer, but I I, I just tell people I'm a personal trainer. Um, That's normally like the easiest route just to take before getting into like, if someone wants to know, I'll deep dive in with them. But most time people are just kind of like asking to ask um, as it's like a polite thing to do. Absolutely. Um, So I'm just like, oh, I'm a personal trainer. Um, And then if someone has questions past then, I kind of dive into everything that my job title covers um but like for just someone asking i just tell them i'm a personal trainer um sometimes i throw in the online part but that kind of like wigs people out where they're like "How's that happen online Um, (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like "Uh, do i have the mental capacity to explain this right now
0: right Uh, yeah that's what alex said he 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 told me i thought it was hilarious because i never heard it before he said one person thought that he actually like the 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 client took their phone or their laptop into the gym with them and like skyped in with them as he was going through the training session oh and i'm like that is in like that that's hilarious to think about having someone with like just their phone like am i setting it up like am i doing this right am i this good deadlift right here, yeah. It's like dead. that's hilarious. I think <laughs> oh that's my gosh, so cool. Can funny. you
1: imagine with doing that with every client whenever they went to the gym? You'd have to stagger and have people in all different times. I know, it's you, like, you know,
0: you would be really cool though in the future is like, um, like virtual reality. Like, you know, how like in Star Wars, it like pops up like Princess yeah. Leia and she's like talking <laughs> or whatever. Like, if you had a personal trainer, was a hologram yeah. and they could like give you real life critique critiques right there, that'd be. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to find someone really smart and I'm going to, I'm going to make that happen.
1: It's funny because when, um, you tell people like you work from home or like, that's kind of like alluded to the fact that you do work from home. Um, then people are sometimes super interested and sometimes just kind of like brush the conversation aside. And it's very interesting. The difference between that and actually our builder, um, he was, we were going through the walkthrough and they, again, were making comments about our age and just like, guys are pretty young like what do you do for a living which i also find very interesting like it's not that i have a problem with talking about money like if someone's okay and it's not going to be a weird conversation like i'll talk about money with people um but it's always interesting when like someone when like i at our apartment complex before we moved someone was like what do you do for a living like you're always outside at the weirdest times do you work (laughs) night shift and i was like no i work from home what do you do? I'm an online personal trainer. And the next question is like, does that make good money? And I'm like, well, first of all, we're living in the same apartment complex. So our (laughs) incomes are obviously somewhat relatable. Um, And second of all, like, what do you want me to say here? When is that
0: ever an appropriate question to ask? Well, You
1: don't ask that of like 90% of people. And maybe it's because 90% of jobs, you kind of like know where income levels are at. But what I was saying with our builder is that once I said we worked online, he was like, I don't want to know anything else. And I was like, okay, like that's okay. Okay, And the agent that was like selling the house was like, well, I want to know, like, what do you guys do? And he was like, Well, the reason I don't ask is because one time I asked and the girl said she was a cam girl.
0: Yes, that's what Alex said too. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's insane. So I record
1: myself, but not in that way. Um, My (laughs) clothes are on my body and um, yeah.
0: Uh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I, I always, I always like asking that question because people usually, especially in just our space, it's just an interesting. Um, it, it's just the what we do is not easily explainable to somebody who isn't already familiar with yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm always, I'm always uh, fascinated by what, what people say. My
1: biggest fascination is the next question is always about money. Yes. And I'm like, do I? Like what if I wasn't making money and now I'm just like, I feel like crap about life. (laughs) And then like, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, I'm making more than you. Like what? How, how does that relate to and you want to you you
0: sometimes want to say that in your head because you just want to like say fuck you like yeah. you like you asked for this I'm gonna lay it on the table for you and just like you know you wanna it, see
1: some pay stubs
0: <laughs> right like I will 100% show JK, you my taxes I like have let's, pay
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> I have PayPal <laughs> yes exactly you can uh, send money good,
1: to it now <laughs> <yeah.
0: laughs> right right uh, but yeah no it's just yeah I it's like the questions whenever because I mean we. So me and Sue actually went to the same college and everything so at can. the University of Kentucky, right? Yeah, so it's amazing. Um, so me and Sue have known each other for a while. Um, but it's like the questions that people – it's like those Thanksgiving questions whenever yeah. they're like, <laughs> so what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Or like you tell them you're in uh, nutrition or like – did you say – did you graduate with a journalism degree? hmm <laughs> Yes, okay. So like did you ever get the question asked like, oh, so like – what are you going to do with that? Or like after college or like, uh, or like a personal question about like your girlfriend or your spouse or something like, Oh, when are are you guys like, or like, do you have a girlfriend or do you have a boyfriend yet or something? It's just those awkward questions that it's just like, can't we talk about anything else besides these really difficult questions?
1: Yeah, I find that within those questions, especially it's kind of like the people ask them really have no clue what's going on in your life. And sometimes I'm like, man, what if I just really responded with some deep shit here, like just to stir the pot, because who knows what's going on in someone's life. And of course, people don't ask that like maliciously. But I'm always like, you never know what kind of answer you get in that situation. And so sometimes I think like, I should really just like, pull someone's freaking chain here and tell them <laughs> yes. how much my life sucks right now uh, because like people are not equipped to dealing with that everyone's just equipped to being like yeah everything's going well I'm looking for jobs blah blah. blah. Um, but especially within uh, degrees like I find it very interesting when people like give their two cents on degrees in and of itself so like within teaching and people like oh you know you're not going to make a lot of money through that and uh. it's like why would you say that to someone like uh. obviously they're not getting or Hopefully they know not to get into it for the money they're doing it because they want to change lives. Right. Like when I said like, I'm going into journalism or my degrees in journalism, what are you going to do with that? Um, Or like there's, I wanted to do sports journalism. And so it was kind of like, there's there's not a lot of females in that realm. And it's like, what? why are you making that comment here? I don't necessarily understand. And then when I started to tell people that I do personal training, um, it's funny because a lot of people kind of look down on it as in it's something that you don't need a college degree to be able to be a personal trainer. Like Joe Schmo off the street could get certified and start personally training people. And so they start to make comments and people have made comments to my parents as if I'm able to pay my bills, Kind of comments, and I'm like, I really don't think you would ask this of anyone else. But yes, I can pay my bills. Here's my house. Suck it, um, <laughs> suck it, Trebek. Um, <laughs> so it's always very interesting to me how those kind of like play into the traditional role of things, as well as just like when people have no filter in regards to all of that.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I yeah, I could not agree more. Um, where. Where did you Where did you grow up? Like, where is your family from originally?
1: Yeah, Dublin, Ohio. So it's a suburb outside of Columbus.
0: Okay, I was just wondering, like, because sometimes the dynamics are obviously different in like small town Kentucky or Ohio or yeah. something compared to like New York or or something like that. And I always like to to figure that out. But um, okay, so whenever so you went to school for journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so you said sports journalism. When did like When did you start to um, kind of get introduced to fitness and start like falling kind of in love with all the fitness stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that I wanted to get into fitness for a very long time. I lifeguarded like all growing up and I was in sports all growing up and I always felt very uncomfortable in my body. And so like, especially as I got into high school, it was always like, wait till next summer. I'm going to look really good because I lifeguarded. So I was always in a swimsuit, but I, I hated being in a swimsuit. Um, but I like, just like always failed with getting into it because I didn't really know how to get into it. And I also didn't have much commitment to it. I like her starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And then when I got to college was actually when I could kind of like go and do my own thing. Um so that was like when I first started getting into things because I started it was it's at that like crossroads where you're kind of like trying to like reinvent yourself slash trying to figure out who the crap you are and who you want to be. Um, and so it was in this point where even though um actually like where I went to high school and where I grew up a lot of people did end up going to UK. I was kind of in this place where even though there was people that I knew from high school that went there even people in my sorority I was able and we kind of like had a mutual understanding of like I'm gonna figure out who I am please do not carry like who I was in the past against me um, or like into this idea of who I am Um, and so I was able to just like I always wanted to like be into the gym and be into fitness but I was so like bogged down by people's thoughts of me and like what people thought I was trying to do with getting into fitness. Um, And so I just started to go more consistently freshman year. Um, And I had a girl in my dorm who we would go together. I probably looked like a fool at the gym, but I just went all the time with her. Um, And then getting into my sophomore year, especially as I was like toning down like the freedom aspect of college was when I started to get even more into things. And that's when I started to um, prep for my first bikini competition um, and take the steps with that. But really what got me into it was I had like reached my wits freaking end with how I wanted to look. And I had met a friend, Gabby, who, you know, um, and she was like the next person outside of that person in my dorm that just like showed up at the gym with me. Um, And I actually even like DM'd her because she was actually roommates with a girl I went to high school with. And so I had messaged the girl I went to high school with and I was like, do you think Gabby would go to the gym with me? Um, And it was just good to have someone and have someone that didn't really know who I was in the past and was able just to be like this is Sue and she wants to get in shape Um, and we I just like started getting into going to the gym and then I started to realize that I had a passion for it and that I actually was capable of a lot more and I started to lose my passion for broadcast but I was like too far into my degree to kind of try and turn around I was like not ready for the debt Um, and so I took a certification class um, for ACE but it wasn't Like you didn't take the test at the end. I had to schedule the test outside on my own, but I took the class through that. And then I had um, all my credits finished. I just had to finish up with hours because I graduated a year early. And so literally the only thing holding me back was having enough hours to graduate, even though all of my prereqs and major courses were done. So then I just started to take um, nutrition classes and just to fill up space. And I had even more of a passion for that. So it was just kind of like, this snowball of like something I had always wanted for myself, but like always felt so embarrassed because I wasn't like, and I feel like that's where a lot of people are. They want to work out, but they feel like they shouldn't be at the gym because they don't know what they're doing. Um, and that's kind of like where I was for like so long that when I got to college, I was just like, F it, I'm going to do this thing. Um, and that's kind of how it got into it. So I, I even like, didn't want to finish my degree. And I tried to talk to my parents about like switching it and they were just like, let's just get the degree done with. And then if you want to go back, you can figure it out. Um, but that was kind of how the trend went through it all.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. That's, that's, I, f- I feel like that's, I'm sure tons of people can actually relate to that. And I, I, I always get, I always like to dig a little bit deeper about the the passion type side of things. Like you said, you started to develop this passion in the gym. Did that start if you know did that start to happen as you started to like see results like getting better because i always feel like the passion yeah you said you wanted to to get into the fitness thing that's who you saw yourself you could be um but in order to to develop that passion was it because you were getting better at a certain skill and like developing this new you and then the passion started building from there like it, instead of the passion leading the skill the skill leaded the passion does that make sense
1: yeah i would say that that's with most things i i always um make sure i I applaud my clients for when they're going through something like internally, or like I had a client who's going through something hormonally. And so she wasn't seeing those physical results. And she was having a hard time with it. And I was like, listen, that's the hardest crap about this stuff. Because like when you're seeing results, it's a lot easier than when you're not seeing results. Um, And I feel like a lot of people spin their wheels, and then they end up falling off or stopping it because they're not seeing their results anymore, because they don't have that knowledge to understand like what could facilitate those results or what their data is telling them. Um, So it's definitely something that when I first started going freshman year, it was, again, that freedom where I was, like, drinking and drunk-eating Goodfellas kind of situation. Of course, and I get it. And anyone in Lexington will understand all the good food there is to offer there, um, especially for a college student. And with Catterdays, it's really just anything, a young, free...
0: <laughs> yeah, nonstop. There's I always opportunities. <laughs> yes, yeah. there's always opportunities. Um,
1: where it was basically, like, I was just counteracting everything I was doing. So, it was, like, great. It's kind of like when someone starts drinking training and they have all those newbie gains that was me but also I was like completely counteracting those newbie (laughs) gains by just drinking too much and not Look, knowing about food. Um and what I knew about food at that point was like from Pinterest stuff, which we all know is complete <laughs> bullshit. Um and so I I was seeing results from just like getting strong and feeling good in the gym. Um but then I also realized like how my actions were feeding into that and then that's kind of when I re- reached the point of like I don't like feeling this way anymore. I'm going to try to scale back on the drinking and the eating and keep going to the gym and that's really what like completely pushed it forward because I was stuck in that, that cycle of not seeing the results I wanted to see after feeling like i had been trying for so long when I was like kind of half-assing it um, because I didn't recognize all the variables that go into it. Uh, but then once I kind of got that, it was like very addictive for me to like see those results and see like, and not even just the physical results. Of course, those are like what most people go to the gym for, but being able to see my mentality tested, and then seeing the scale, the weight goes up, the weights that I could lift was like super uber cool to me. Where I was like, I'm lifting that kind of You're weight. You're stronger. This is awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And that, and I, I was, I wanted to follow that up with, um, because you talked about being comfortable in your own body, and I know that that's a big part of what you teach your clients and what you preach on social media and stuff like that. Did that, um, and and even today, I know speaking for myself, I'm still not a hundred percent comfortable in my body. And I feel like you never reach. like, there's never like a point where you're like, okay, I could look this way forever and I would be perfectly okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) so did that, did that comfort, um, with your own body? And like, did that come with, as you started to take the gym a little bit more seriously and start to become that person that you always dreamed of being basically more so than the physical changes?
1: Yeah. I think it like taught me a lot about who I was and like what I wanted out of life and how much I was shortcutting myself. And this is about to be like a big, deep metaphor slash analogy that some people might just be like, oh, like whatever, but it truly did. And I feel like literally I'm just like the average fit- fitness person saying this, like it truly went so far beyond the physical aspect because for so long I was self-sabotaging myself and like what results I could see, like literally not just in the gym, just within life in general i was shortcutting myself in so many ways and i was so afraid of like not being good enough that i just like decided to suck at things so that i couldn't disappoint myself and i really like allowed myself to like want to be good at something and to realize that i could be something because something growing up was that i i was a great student I was always a great student, but I was never anything else in my eyes. Of course, I'm sure people might listen and know me growing up and be like, oh no, you were other things. But like, in my eyes, I was good at school. That was all I was good at. And I was okay at sports. I did sports all growing up, but I was never like, the pinnacle of an athlete. I was never, um, like the most popular person at school. I was never any of that, but I was good at school and I was, I took great pride in being good at school, but then past college, no one cares if you're good at school or not. (laughs) And so in college, I was starting to figure that out. And I was like, what do I have to cling to if I'm not good at this? And I, for so long, I thought that I wasn't, able to have the body that I wanted that I kept shortcutting myself and it truly does feed into like how you feel about yourself how you look um, but morely more so like what I was feeding myself, within what I was saying to myself. So I constantly felt bad about my body and I constantly felt I wasn't capable and I kept only seeing myself for my body. And because I thought I couldn't change it, then I felt even more stuck. And so as I started to get unstuck within my body and seeing that I was capable to achieve this physique that I truly thought was like completely out of reach, then I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm capable in more than one way. And then I really started to apply myself and really tried to like, get out of my box, out of that comfort box of like, oh, I'm good at school. I can get good grades and to like, I'm going to pursue something that like could truthfully crash and burn. And when I started like my fitness Instagram, because I started it separately because I was embarrassed um, because I wasn't where I wanted to be physically yet. I was like, people are going to make fun of me. Um, And I started YouTube and people did make fun of me. And it was the freaking worst where I was just like, I'm trying to figure out life right now. And I started just, to like get more of me through it. And I think that that's something that I mean, fitness means something different for everyone. But more than anything, it allowed me to like be unapologetically myself and find out who I was. Um, And I'm not just a fitness person, of course. And it's not like, oh, I just found fitness and it made everything better. It truly did show me that I'm like, I, I was holding myself back for so long that I was able to, like, just keep applying myself in other ways um, and being able to reach more people. And I I think that, like, a lot of people get caught up in, like, the amount of followers, all that jazz or how many clients you have. But, like, I truly grew up feeling like I was a nobody. And I grew up feeling like I didn't have much I could give for life and i really thought that like cuz when alex was asking me the other day like oh is this what you thought would happen in your life and i was like i really thought i would just move back to ohio that i would just kind of work a 9 to 5 and be unhappy and get by i never like it, like I had dreams of, of course, having that financial freedom and all that, but I really just didn't see a big life for myself. So being able to see what I'm capable of and then being able to change lives through that is something that was like very mind opening to like, I'm capable of a lot more. And of course, the physical aspect is cool. And I'm glad that I can change my body uh, because I was very unhappy, but I was also unhappy in what I was feeding it with my words. And then the food I was eating was just not good for like, long term health. Um, But being able to realize that I could make a change for myself and for other people, and be able to see like, who I'm capable of being as a human, because I constantly was telling myself, like, you're not that. So it was cool to start being that. Um, And that's kind of like what it showed me. And it as like, crazy and as silly as it sounds, it's like picking up a weight and putting it back down did that for me. Like that was the moment that I was able to be like, shoot, I'm capable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I admire you a lot, honestly, because I can tell even just people listening uh, just from that, like rant you just had, like it was very emotional and thoughtful. And obviously this is something that's, um, very near and dear to your heart that a lot of people, um, especially myself included can, can relate to. Um, it's just, it's, It's a very powerful thing whenever you start to actualize your potential, basically, yeah, right? That's, that's essentially, myself. that's <laughs> right, right. Well, it, that's what follows, right? You start to do these things that you don't think that you can do and then it starts happening. And then when you start progressing and then you're like, oh, that confidence starts building. You're like, oh, I can do this. And then it's just, and then it's just, you start building momentum. You're like, oh, I can do this. So maybe I could try this too. And then you try that one thing. And it's just, it's these, these successions of, of different levels in your life. Um, and I feel like with fitness, because this happens in other areas of life too, obviously. Like it's not, it's not, it wasn't the weights itself that did that for you necessarily. Fitness was like the vehicle right so fitness is the vehicle for you to allow you to actualize your potential other people have these feelings in whatever um like acting or, or cooking or like a even a nine to five job like it, it just there's certain things that people love doing that proves to themselves like oh i can do this and then since i did this that means that i can set the bar even higher and raise my standards even higher so i think that's a big testament to you and and yeah i've noticed that um since like the since we very first met. So I think yeah. that's really cool.
1: That's awesome to hear from you. as well.
0: But <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's, that's what this is all about, right? Like this is why I wanted to have the more than fitness podcast because I like, I, I I'm, I'm a science nerd just like everybody else. I mean, with the, the calories and the training and everything like that, but stories like that is what can give a lot of people hope if they haven't started yet with whatever they're trying to do, whether fitness or not, or, um, you know, uh, it can give them the hope or it can give them to like the, the motivation to keep pushing. Like, Hey, I can, I can do that too. I know that I can do that. Um, cause me and you, we're just, we're just average, Bad you know, average we're just people, average people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and you just, you bought your dream house. You've got your, your dream husband, you've got your dream dog. Like you're, you're starting to create this life for yourself. Um, and it's just very, um, you know, it's the best, it, it's, it's really- the <laughs> best to be honest. It's that's, that's what it's all about though. Right. Like that's, that's it. Um, and then, yeah, your tagline. So like you can, you can do hard things. Like you help your clients do hard things. Is that kind of where that tagline first developed? Because whenever I first started seeing you like put that on shirts and things, I was like, oh, that's, that's good. I really like that. When did that first Uh, come about?
1: It actually came about when I was in my first prep. So back in 2016, and I was watching someone on YouTube and, they were talking about their prep, because of course, when you're in prep, you watch other people suffer through it as well. Um, and they were just like, today was really hard, but I can do hard things. And I know that like, you can do hard things. Like, I it's something that I obviously was not the first person to ever say that. And there's other shit with that branded on it. But it truly just like, clicked with me. Like the second that was said, it was like, I can do hard things like, again, as cheesy as that sounds, it's kind of like each person has that accolade that they carry forward with them that allows them to keep doing the things that they do. Um, And for me, it was like I spent so much of my life like literally being like, no, that's hard to do or like letting something being hard deter me from doing it. Or going after a goal and it being a hard goal to accomplish deter me from doing it. And I often just looked at things as like hard versus easy and like, can I do this or can I not do this? And like a lot of times the hard thing would deter me because it was hard. Um, And being able just to hear the words like, I can do hard things like helps me. um, And it's cool to be able to see other people like use that tagline or like my clients have it on shirts and then I have some clothes branded with it and stickers branded with it and people will be like thanks for reminding me I can do hard things like that's cool as shit um like that's far beyond like what I ever imagined for it but mostly it was like for myself to be like when those days are hard because that was not necessarily the excuse but just what I kept telling myself was like this is hard and then I was reminding myself like well I can do hard things so like doesn't matter if it's hard because I can do it Um, And so being able just to kind of like utilize that and use that for fuel during a part of my life and that prep was very pivotal for my life as well, um, where I was able to kind of decide what I wanted out of life and like go for that and realize that within everything that was happening during that time frame and during that 2016, where it was just like my literal world got rocked on its head, um, where I was able to be like, well, I can do it. Like I can
0: get through it. Was that you? You said it got like rocked. Was that from the the competition itself, or was uh, it that was, other things? It
1: was from uh, not knowing who I was going into college, or thinking I knew who I was, and that getting turned on its head, got and then it, me got trying it. to find my way back to like who I wanted to be in the world. Because again, I came from high school where I was trying to impress people, where I was like literally so not sure of who I was that I didn't really have a backbone. I just kind of like did what I thought was expected of me slash like what other people wanted me to do because like, and I still try to push past that because I'm just like a people pleaser in general. And that's something I have to work on. But, um, it was something where I was so caught up in what other people wanted for me versus like what I actually wanted for myself that I, and I felt so like not confident in who I was as a human being, that when I got to college, like I said, I was very lost. So I was just doing what I thought you did in college. And that was going out and drinking a lot. And that was like where I made a lot of friends. And I'm using air quotes when I say (laughs) friends, um, where I thought they were my friends. And I They thought I was cool by how much I drank. So I drank more, even if I didn't want to drink more. And so I was becoming this person where I would go out multiple, multiple times a week, not just on the weekend, like things like blackout Tuesday and like wine Wednesday and margarita (laughs) Thursday, like all this stuff that like me saying, I'm even a little embarrassed to say out loud um, where I was doing that and I was holding my identity and like being this person that like people knew at frat parties. And it's like, do I really like first, this isn't going to last me many more years. Second, is this who I want to be as a person? And it got to the point when the bikini competition was my like ticket out. It was out of that lifestyle and out of being surrounded by those people. And those were the only friends I had, and mm, that's I, very
0: interesting. I like that. Sorry to cut you off. A ticket, it, it out of that lifestyle. Yeah, because you, you were like, now you had a good excuse. You were like, oh, I'm competing in the show. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, and that was my excuse. I wasn't strong enough to do it myself. Truly, like I did not have the confidence in myself and what I was capable of at that point. I wanted to. And that's why I wanted to do the competition was I was starting to see this vision of what my life could be. And I was too soft to do it by myself. And I was too caught up in like, what do I do without these friends? Because at that point, I didn't know that they weren't my real friends. They were just people who I drank with or acquaintances. And then when I decided to stop going out, that I lost those friends. Those are the people that are making fun of me on social media, the people that were like watching my videos and sending them in group chats and making fun of me for like being healthy. And I made fun of people for being healthy in the past. And it was like this kitschy thing because like, I didn't know how to do it. So I was like, I'm just gonna make fun of people. And I literally used that prep because I had spent a ton of money on it where I was like, I can't do it. I'm in prep. And that was literally like the way that I got out of like being with those people and subjecting myself to that time and time again, because I truthfully did not have the balls or the testicular fortitude to literally get out. I just would have been stuck in that. And so I was able to kind of use that prep as a huge pivotal point in my life to be able to be like, you don't need to be getting trashed on a Monday, Sue. Um, You have more to offer for life. But you need to be strong enough to realize that. Um, so strong in multiple ways. <laughs> or bring it back around to the cheesiness. Yeah.
0: Um, no, I love that. That's perfect. I. That's. That's amazing. That's. That's. I. I haven't really thought about. I, I guess the same thing could be said with like coaching or just like hiring a coach um, and just saying like, oh no, I'm. I've got this goal, but a prep is like. Even people, they're like, okay, you've got it. Because if you tell people you just have a coach, they're just like, okay, you're trying to, like, get in shape. I get it and stuff. But if you're saying, oh, I've got to step on stage and do a bikini competition in yeah. 12 weeks or 24 <laughs> weeks, whatever, they're like, oh, okay, like, I guess I get it. Like, I don't understand, but I, 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 I could get it.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of them didn't get it, and they were very mean about it and very vocal about it.
0: But <laughs> well, it's just um, that's their own insecurity coming yeah. out, you know? Cause a real, I, a real friend, it. a real, fr- a real friend's going to be like, that's a fucking amazing. Like go do you right. Like, yeah. Go do your thing. <laughs> like, that's awesome. That's incredible. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very powerful. I'm sure. And you work with, do you work with mostly, uh, competitors now or is it a little bit of both? Um,
1: it's a mixture of both. Um, it's actually a a big chunk of, and it's funny because a lot of people would be like, do you coach people that aren't competitors? And I was like, I coach a ton of lifestyle people. Um, and it's so and like you said it is that kind of like I have a coach I have to do this kind of thing um, where a lot of them have vocalized to me like I wouldn't be able to make these decisions without knowing that I first have someone to, that I am accountable to and also like I can give a viable reason to my friends even if they are understanding for them to get closer to that understanding or that you don't feel like you uh, have this like pressure to like uphold whatever it may be but like, you're able to be like I'm paying someone to do this for me like I need to use this wise And use that as an excuse, um, until you can kind of like decide like, this is actually what I want to do versus like, I have a coach, I have to pay them and I don't want to waste this money. Um, money is a great motivator. Yeah, no, it really is. It it absolutely,
0: (laughs) it absolutely is. Um, and I heard uh, – I was listening to uh, Revive Stronger with Steve Hall, his podcast the other day with um, uh, Mel Davis, I think is her last name, or Davies. Um, but she she was talking about how she had a client – she's big on like um, uh, habit formation and things like that. She seems like a great coach. Um, but she said she had a client um, that was a female – um, that was like, a kind of like a CEO and she would have dinner with these other males and, um, they would go out to dinner, like older, older males. Um, and they would all be like drinking and smoking cigars and stuff. And, um, you know, she wanted to get in shape and stuff, but she didn't want to give up the cigars and the drinking because she's already a female in this group of, of whatever alpha males, quote unquote. And then like, if she if she said, Oh no, I want to get a salad instead and not drink any alcohol or smoke cigars, it would be seen as weakness. But then what her she the her coach ended up talking to her and saying, just like basically give it a try one time and see what happens. And actually after she told those group of guys, there was a few guys who actually came out and was like, Oh, that's really cool! And started asking more questions, and was like, "I, I would like to do something like that as well." So they're, they're even in these these group of alpha males. Sometimes, whenever you're stuck, the point of the story is whenever you're stuck in a situation like this, and you think that everybody else would make fun of you or something for for going after a goal, you might be surprised that some people, especially if they're more of your true friends, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's that's really cool. I would like to do that too. Can I like do it with you? Can you help me, um, etc." You know. So I think that that's. That's, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Having a support system is huge. And whether that's someone that you pay to be your support yeah. system, like a goat, um, or just having friends that truly do support you, um, Is great and being able to see that those lifestyle changes don't have to be like the end of a friendship or anything. Of course, my situation was a little bit more extreme because those people weren't my friends to begin with. But that's a conversation for another day. But that's still Um, good.
0: That's good though. It's either either way, it's good because right, you you have to
1: find out. Right, you
0: have one hand where it's like, okay, these people weren't my friends anyway. It's good that I don't hang out with them anymore. And then it's on the other hand, it's like the people who do step up and want to stick by you. It's like, okay, I really want to hang on to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming you do you probably have people that you work with that have similar stories to you or that they like they're like, oh, I want to do what you did.
1: Yeah, um, it's very it's very cool to me because like. And Alex will say this about me and it's something that I'm coming to realize is that I normally cut myself short of like what I have either the impact I've had on someone or just what I've accomplished personally. I think that of course there's evidence to what I've accomplished and it's there. But like in regards to my physique, I look at myself, like you said earlier, we're just average people here doing our thing and I've always been average and it's crazy and it's cool to me because I'm someone who is came from very, very average slash subpar genetics when it comes to like the fitness slash competing world, someone who came from literally not knowing anything and learning absolutely everything she could because she wanted to Um, and someone coming from this place of feeling so lost and so defined by her body to someone who can have freedom outside of that. It's really cool to be able to first relate to clients that are in that like before stage of where I was and being able to be like, listen, I've been there. It might seem like I have everything together now or whatever you view of what together means. But like, I've been there, which is really, really cool. I wasn't like genetically like always fit, always lean. And now I love fitness, which of course has its place. And that's valid that that's like the life that you came from. But being someone who came from a very average looking body to someone where people tell me my body is goals, like that's wild to me. Um, But that's something that's really cool, because a lot of people will be like, Oh, I chose you because of that. Because that shows not only your intelligence, but your work ethic and the fact that you're able to accomplish these things. Um, And then I have clients that, again, come to me from the place where they're like, when you spoke on that, that's where I am now. And I want to get to where you are. Um, So that's always really special to hear that I'm first like a success story for people, which, of course, I view myself as a success. But I'm always like, oh, like, I've done work, but like, I'm good. And Alex is like, you're literally one of the most dedicated people One of these people that puts in... Effort, and you're someone who like outworks their genetics day in and day out, or works with their genetics to outwork like where their original potential was. Um, and it's like really cool for people to like look at that and want that, or like to be going towards that. And for me to be someone that's guiding them along that, because not only have I been there, but now I'm at this different stage in my life, um, so I'm able to like relate to people in different parts of their path while also. Being able to see where I came from, um, and kind of like how that reflects on other people and how my story can be a special story because it is just in my tendency to downplay like my specialness or what I, what my story means or where I came from. I'm just kind of like, oh, that's my life. Like, that's cool. I did that, but it's like, no, I did that. Like you did that, Sue. Um, And so it's cool to remind myself and for other people to like vocalize that to me um, and just be able to be like very proud of my journey and in turn help me realize that I should be just equally, if not more proud of everything that I have been able to accomplish physique wise, as well as business wise and life wise. Um, And it's just like really cool. And I will say, like, as you said, do you find that people kind of like gravitate towards you because of that? Um, I think that very much so kind of what you present or display on social media um, or just to the public is kind of what comes back around to you. Um, So I've seen that in different stages of my life. Like, let's say I talk about more personal stuff on Instagram, I start to have people that have very similar personal problems sign up with me because they feel that like relation to me. Um, And then again, people come from a point where when I was talking about when my hormones were messed up, I started to get more inquiries for females had hormones a little bit spewed because they're like, oh, she's been through it. Um, So it's definitely something within marketing in general that if you've been through it, or if you can relate to it, then people are very likely to be like, oh, that I want to get in that. Like you don't want to sign up with someone who's never been through what you've been through. Like you want to hire someone who's morbidly obese to teach you how to be fit. Um, so right, right. And it's,
0: it's, it's, it's the best because it's your genuine truth as well. You're not, you're not just faking it or saying it for the sake of marketing. Like it works so well and your business is successful, obviously, cause you're, you're a good coach in things, but also because you're, you're honest and you, this, this is actually your truth. You actually went through it. Um, and you, you know, you're capable of helping other people go through it as well. And, and yeah, and I've, I, like I said, I've known you for, for years and you're seeing your transformation, um, obviously both mentally and physically. But like you said in the beginning, physically, um, yeah, it's been ridiculous because I remember when you did that first show and I remember how you look when you first met me and then like how yeah, you look now. And I'm just like, this J-C. is crazy. <laughs> I was like, this is this is absolutely crazy. And I've been able to see it um, the entire span. And that's um, it's amazing. But you want you want somebody like that because you don't want you don't ask the dude who has huge genetically gifted calves, what his, like how to get big calves. He's always had yeah. big calves his entire life. He's not the best guy to ask who, how to get big calves. The, the the best person asked how to get big calves is the dude who had little twig legs and now he's got like pretty admirable sized calves, right? Like you don't, you don't want to go to the person who's genetically gifted, this influencer who is never, like they've had a six pack abs their entire life without even trying. Um, it's like, yeah, sure they look good, but what did they do To get there. Um, And that's why I think your your story is such a powerful one. And so many people can relate to you because you have that evidence of like, look, I was here. And now I'm here. And like, I can help you do it, too.
1: Yeah, I like always say, I'm like, if I can do it, (laughs) that's not to degrade myself, because I know people say those kind of things. So like, if I'm able to do it, then you can do it. But it truly is this place. And Alex will say that he uses it even for some of his clients who are kind of like beat down by results or anything. And he's just like, not in a mean way, but like, look at where Sue came from. Like she is someone who again has been natural, has done this all, has just put it in and she shows, reaps the reward. She has no genetic benefit over any of you. In fact, she might have it worse than some of you, but like she gets it done. Um, and that's special to hear for me, but it's also cool to be able to relay that message over and over again, to just be like, this is what, I used to look like, and anyone who went to UK with me, and it's cool being friends with you and Tyler Budson as well, where it's like, I was talking to someone about Tyler the other day, or we were talking about how many clients he has in the Louisville, Lexington area, and how it's awesome crazy. it is, and how happy we are for him. Um, and Austin's in town. And so he was like, I was like, yeah, I went to college with uh, Tyler. We used to sit in the JC and eat our microwave meals together with our special backpacks that held our meals in it. Oh my gosh, um, amazing. it's amazing so cool because like he saw me at a show and he was like my goodness you look amazing and I'm just like thank you because you really saw me at the very beginning of what my physique looked like when I first started to be consistent in the gym
0: absolutely and you're in
1: that same boat and I was like I remember when Matt was going through his prep when (laughs) he got his pro
0: card (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, yeah and going through all of that it's just really cool um to first have have built those connections and to still be in touch with both of you um, and to see where our lives have all gone and how cool it is because I'm sure all three of us had felt like an outcast at some point um, while we were at UK and I might be speaking um, for you in that realm but in some way we might have felt like an outcast and trying to accomplish what we wanted to accomplish but we all three have been so wildly successful in different and same ways and it's so freaking cool to see because we all just bought bonded over seeing each other every day at the gym <laughs> right. um, and to like this friendship of like seeing each other be successful, which is super rad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have those gym friendships and it's, it's, yeah. it's, you, you literally, if you go to the gym the same time, every single day, at least around the same time, you're, you're bound to see the people who are serious or not serious. Like you just, and then also you're going to develop friendships. You're going to see them. You're going to occasionally say something. There's going to be a friend of a friend. Like that's, that's amazing. And then you make this one connection. Like we had like a one meeting or something. And then, you start to follow each other throughout life and then we have our paths that can cross um and with tyler bedson as well he took a picture on instagram um the other day with all of his because i go to the lac i still i see tyler almost every day um and I, I saw his picture with all of his clients at LAC. I said, "Do you, does every am I the only one that's not your client that goes no. to the LAC?" I was like, "You have no, no, no. the entire gym like no, as really. your client." And I was like, "This is it's it's incredible." But it is it's very cool to see um, people's trajectories through life and the people who, despite the the shit talking from other people and despite all the hard things that we had to go through as far as feeling like an outcast or just different um stuck it through and saw it through um and and believed believed in in uh, um, a better you and what you wanted to accomplish you know yeah um it's it's cool but with with that being said like what what is what is next for you what are you going to compete again like are you focusing more on family life what's going on now
1: Yeah. It's a huge conglomerate of things I want to accomplish in life. And I'm trying to like, not get so bogged down by being like, there's so much stuff to being like, you can do hard things to keep going. (laughs) Um, but on the foreseeable future for right now, the goal is to compete this spring. I recently signed up with a coach, um, to be able to go on that prep. Um, For those listening, um, I went through, um, I prepped in 2018 was my last time I did a show. And from that prep until I started my most recent dieting phase, I didn't diet for a year. Um, And I just tried to like get life (laughs) underway. And I started a diet and went through a dieting phase by myself, just kind of like learn about my body and be able to see kind of if my body was ready as I've kind of hinted slash talked about different hormonal things and different internal things that were going on. Um, so I wanted to kind of see where my body would lie. Um, and if where prep was going, but Basically, long story short, is that a Prep is gearing up for the spring. Um, also, Alex and I are going on a new business venture. Yes, um, which there's like NDAs that were signed, so I don't really know how much I'm allowed to yeah, share. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think uh, I've
0: got a good idea, but I'll yeah, yes, yeah, I get it. It's
1: with an app.
0: Yes, uh, it's but, very exciting. <laughs> uh,
1: the new business venture within physique development, of course, our one-on-one coaching is um, just grown beyond what I could ever expect people wanting it advice from me from when I first started off (laughs) and me just like whatever that was on Instagram. But um, one-on-one coaching is going phenomenal. And within Physique Development, we have the female program out. So we'll be releasing a male specialization program um, here shortly, as well as group coaching is on the horizon, as well as bringing on. um, We have one all set to bring on and we're looking at other stuff in the future for an assistant coach under us so physique development is growing and we have big plans um in regards to like we're branching off within the assistant coaching and the um group coaching and the programs um but this this next year is going to be incredible for physique development in regards to how many people are getting up on stage Um, and then just of course all the lifestyle stuff that's going on with those clients i don't want to like discredit anything that they sure mean. but it is really cool just to have like and if you do coach competitors to go from like having like one competitor in a season to having like 20 in a season yeah, which
0: is yeah cool. of course
1: uh so that's gonna be really cool um and then as far as life goes i mean we're just kind of trying to nail down everything with the house and make sure that we're spending time with one another because we will both work ourselves into the ground if <laughs> yeah. we don't stop one another. Um we were looking at another puppy dog, but that's kind of just gonna be go with the flow, not actively trying to get another puppy. Um but it's really just gonna be nailing home those things for physique development me getting into a prep. And then, um, I've talked about it. I guess I haven't talked specifically to you, but I am actually going to be going back to UK here in the next, um,
0: Oh, for, for dietetics
1: for dietetics. Oh, it's so, so exciting. Um, with me doing a, a prep this year, it won't be going back for the, um, for the graduate program this spring. Cause they take applicants in the f- in February. They only take 14 um but I'm going to be finishing off all the prereqs and everything I need to do um to be able to go ready to go for next year to apply in February. So registered dietitian is on the horizon um, oh, for it's some so more letters after my name um which makes me lit and makes me excited for so many things. Yes.
0: Um, oh that's perfect. I'm so I'm so excited for you. And we'll obviously we'll be chatting more in the future cuz I know all of the people over, I'm actually going, I'm going to speak to the, to the, one of the classes in October. Well, slide um,
1: my name into all those teachers. <laughs> right? No. Say there's the, someone coming. <laughs> they're, they're
0: amazing. They're, they're the nicest people ever. And they are genuinely, um, interested in your future and like care about your, um, uh, like what you do. Um, and they're, they're all, I cannot speak highly enough for them. And the, I did, I mean, I did my internship there. Everything was, um, it was great. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll have to talk more about that. Um, but okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that honestly kind of tied things in nicely. I feel like that, that was, that, that was really good. <laughs> um, well, what about, um, where, where can people find out more about you and connect with you and all that kind of good stuff?
1: Yeah. Um, on Instagram, you can do at Sue Gaines, S-U-E-G-A-I-N-Z. Um,
0: and that, that was, that was your real last name, right? <laughs> So that's what I was trying to say. Just a
1: disclaimer. It wasn't my last name. Uh, My maiden name is Strange.
0: Strange. Yes. And you knew that. I was like,
1: once I say it, you're going to know it. Yes, absolutely. But a lot of people, even my best friend here in Louisville was like, I thought that Gaines, like, and it was spelled like ES, but you did the Z like to be funny. <laughs> but I thought Gaines was your maiden name. I know, right? And I was like, no, it comes from this whole story where like my name was Sue Chains on Instagram. Oh, yes. Because I went I to remember, a two
0: chains concert. I remember concert. that. because there was another girl who had a similar name to <laughs> yes, Sue Chains. And she
1: went to UK yes. and she was in, uh, I think she was in 80 Pie or fee, and I was in a different story, whatever. But all funny story, but. Gaines is not my maiden name, Strangest, <laughs> but Sue Gaines. Um, and for uh, once you get on that, it has the link tree that'll get you to anywhere else. So if you go to PhysiqueDevelopment.com, um, you can find out more about me, more about Physique Development, about Alex and Austin, um, and about just the programs we have coming out and group coaching stuff will be all on there. Um, but that's where you can find me. You can find my email. You can DM me. You can get in touch with me from there. Is the easiest way. I would shout out my YouTube, but I don't think a video has been out there <laughs> since 2017. So I don't know how interested anyone would be to see that.
0: Um, it's all good. We just we yeah. we just need to shout out. We just need to shout out Gus, her dog, who's the greatest. Oh yeah, the greatest. Gus the dude. Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> on Instagram, he is the cutest dog ever. I might be a little bit biased to that, um, but he is now the world's happiest dog that he has a yard. Oh
0: my gosh, um, it's the best. He just
1: loves life, just yes. like
0: rolling around. It's just oh, it's the greatest. Oh, it's, it's
1: like the greatest to see him so happy. It's that's
0: incredible. And it's
1: <laughs> always used to say, "I'm working hard to get Gus a yard." And yeah. now I'm like, "What am I working hard for?" Oh yes,
0: that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> to get
1: us a bigger yard. Yes, um. exactly.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, please, um, go check out Sue. Go check out Alex. Go check out cool. physique development. Right. Right. Physique <laughs> development. I'll link everything. Um. I'll link everything in the show notes. Um. But yeah, I think that should just be about everything. So Sue, thank you very much for for coming on the show. I appreciate it. It was great.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we got to chat.